This episode is sponsored by Blue Maho Capital. This is the OXS Jamaica podcast, Reasonings with Odessa, episode 25. Can you feel a brand new day? Kamala Harris is the first female black vice president of the United States. And you know, say she's of Jamaican descent. So we want to big her up all the way, 120% straight. We hope that she gets things going and just brings some harmony and healing to the United States of America. All right, so yeah, this song is Smile. It's one of my favorite tracks from the Wizkid Made in Lagos album featuring her. What an amazing young lady. And I can't wait. I, I'm on the verge of trying to get a little interview with someone connected to Wizkid soon, but I also have some connections with her. So we'll see what happens later on in the year. So guys, how was your 2020? Mine? You know what? I can't really complain. I think that it was a year of resetting, rebuilding, and just being one with nature and just being. I think that we learn to be just ourselves and connect a little bit more with family and friends. And I hope that we can just be and continue that for 2021. So anyway, we're going to go into a little bit of who I'm going to be talking to for this episode. It's somebody who I absolutely adore. I love her journey. I love her strength. Her name is Savannah. And we're talking more than just mangoes. So let's check out this podcast with Savannah. You're just a blessing to me. I thank Baba God for your love. I didn't bring her any mangoes I didn't bring her anything but I got her like some lovely tea we are sipping on little tea and this is Reasonings with Odessa and I'm with my sis bae affectionately sis bae this is my sister I'm so happy to have you finally on Reasonings with Odessa welcome Savannah thank you with Dea and we again we are drinking on little tea with a little bit of rum 
It couldn't Why be. From yeah, it couldn't, what it, camera do I look it at? It has to be chairs, mate. Chairs. Okay. Chairs, love. Chairs. <laughs> so we've got Sev from Sav. Sav Lamar, West yeah. Milan. You're bigging up your peoples. Yeah. Tell me what it was like growing up in West Milan. Oh my God. Um, well, we shown up on the holies. I was the only girl in the group who played cricket. Remember, actually, one time one of my friends had have a scooter and we did that, or that climb a tree, and he was trying to go look tree. Scooter, and it's swollen. It was swollen. I don't know why. That's fine. It's with reasoning. But. <laughs> Who is, what was the name of the guy that licked you with a scooter? No, I don't remember him. It was like a, a, a Rasta family, a Rasta grand family, and I was, we used to hang out with them all day. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, scooter licked them, because I was one of the guys. Couldn't you couldn't bar. Yeah, with, 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 so, I was one of the guys. I was the stars and so the moon, but I just... <laughs> <laughs> but um yeah it was a lot of running up and down at one point i was the fastest in the community which is a big deal because the fastest guy was what like 17 and i was eight at the time wow and i you, beat him in you a still race. run i don't still run but mm. i am still very quiet i'm very, very fast, fast. Yeah. we have to do a little race i can't run anymore i've got, bad, I got bad knees i know yeah i know I know. But West Milan, tell people who have never been to West Milan, Jamaica, what is West to you? What is what makes West Milan so special? Well, um, I don't know, because it, it crafted me, you know? Mm-hmm. If we're being really, really about it, mm-hmm. West Milan is very hot. Very yes, hot. And it's very push up. It has its problems. I always congested with traffic for the most part, as far as what me remember. But um, but I think what makes it beautiful and what makes it special is just that it it, it was my beginning. Mm-hmm. It was the foundation of, of who I am. It is the foundation mm-hmm. of who I am, which is why my name, you know, kind of pays allegiance to that because I don't want to forget that. Yeah. So Sev. Sev from Sav. Sev from Sav. Yeah, man. All right, so you, when was it that you realized, yo, I can sing, I have a voice? Because you started, when I met you, you were in advertising. Yes. Oh, my goodness, (laughs) yeah. You know what I said? Oh, God, I was the worst. (laughs) Music is from a long time, I'm ball, you know? Yeah. I hated it. The environment. Um, but yeah, big up them people. It's the last name. We we'll big up one person that we can big up, and that's Zena. Big up Zena. Big yeah. up Zena. Whatever your day, big up yourself. Yes. I love Zena. I love Zena. Zena. Um, but yeah, actually, um, right. So I don't know when I realized I could. Sing. I thought I could sing when I entered Rising Stars, but mm-hmm. then you know the public was just like, "Oh, can't sing. Come out for the show." <laughs> yeah. Who won that year in Rising Stars? <laughs> Is it Romaine? Romaine? No, not a Romaine. Camille Day. Oh, uh, yeah. Camille could sing, though. Uh, no, I know I love Yeah. Camille. I love her. She's real she good, so... Like, she was such a safe space for me when I was on the show because I felt very, I don't know, misunderstood and I didn't know the girls in the group and it was a lot of bullying behind the scenes, mm-hmm. but... Normal girl group shit. Right? The worst? Don't mm-hmm. go in a group with waiting on other people in. Mm-hmm. The mystic. Makes sense. But yeah. It makes sense. But yeah, I think um, the first time I had an idea that I could sing was when my cousin was visiting. Cousins were visiting from New York or something like that. And then they'd say, look at I sing. That was the first time. And then another time mm-hmm. I remember clearly was singing 
Celine Dion at the breakfast one morning. And then we say, what are you guys saying, no? What is it about and Jamaicans and Celine Dion? I don't know. <laughs> Water from the Moon is a timeless classic. I don't know I any. I feel like bursting out in song right now. <laughs> don't, because we might have to pay our royalties. <laughs> you know you're going to have to give Celine Dion some royalties oh, now. I will, I will not mind doing that. <laughs> to get to you. You know the song, right? No. I'm not a Celine Dion fan. You know, Look, Lauren is looking at me in shock. Going down in my mind, trying to find the way to get you to. Oh, you don't know how to try. And Look I try. Me. And I try. What do I gotta do? Do I gotta get water from the moon? I love that song. My God. Oh my God. Jamaicans, good Jamaicans, and look, Jamaica nice, <laughs> but yo, them love a Celine. I call her Silly Dion. I'm sorry. Jamaica is nicer because of Celine Dion, mm-hmm. because of our love for Celine. Well, Ms. she's an adopted, Ms. she's adopted Jamaican, isn't she? For sure. She's an adopted Jamaican. I don't so. know. I don't know. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> who else I do you love growing up? Like, who else inspires you musically? Vocally and musically, there's two separates. I remember to trying to sing um, Tony Braxton's. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, our Whitney Houston. Of course. Barry, Uncle Barry. Right. Um, who else do I remember clearly? Gregory Isaac. Mummy did obsessed with him. She used to also keep cassettes of the Manhattan. Wow. Yes. Um, what, what, what country singer name again? Nips out with our. Reeves, Reeves, no, no, that's not just Jim Reeves. Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Last name's Rogers. Kenny Rogers. Rest in peace, Kenny. Ken, rest, rest in, in peace. peace, Mr. Kenny Rogers. <laughs> um, so many. Who else? The girl group, the older girl group. She used to keep a lot of soul. Is that um, why you're it. so soulful in your I music? I think so. Because it would be playing 24-7. Because a lot of people are saying, you know, we there's a lot of discussions that come out about your new project, which we're going to go into in a few, that... It's very soulful. It's very, very, but Jamaicans grew up listening to a lot of soul. Berries is a soulful person. Oh, um, even my father is soulful yeah. and pop. Yeah. And they claim that it's not reggae, but it's still, the underbed of everything that we do is still reggae. So, you know, when people have that little thing about what your project is about, it's still Jamaican yeah. music. And yeah, it's still, on the layer of your project, it's still reggae. Yeah, listen, I don't care. <laughs> When I really business what I want to say about it, I'm really proud of it and I am making Jamaican music and if you don't feel like it's classified as reggae, that's fine. Yeah. It's still good quality, well done music and that's all I How do. does this project okay. now, so we're going in to be somebody, your, your first EP was to me still a real beautiful classic EP. How does this, how is like, that was like four years ago, right? Yeah. So how have you trans how has Savannah grown from f- from that first EP to be somebody? Well, I don't know. I think in every way. I think I understand exactly what I want to do now. When you're just entering well not just entering, but when you're just working on your first project and people are saying, Oh, maybe you should do this and making all these strong suggestions, mm-hmm. you're like, mm, maybe I should listen because I don't really know. I've never mm-hmm. been involved on this level, but having the experience of 
the first EP, like I understand exactly what I want to do. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm very kind of steadfast and, and strong mm-hmm. about no, this is how this is going to go. Basically, can't really tell me what it is. So. So be somebody is the no, lead. No, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Well, well. Um, no, I think just be somebody is a hundred percent me. I think. And but what is it like? I got it in different yeah. ways. You tell me what your interpretation of, of, be of be somebody. It's kind of just for me. It's about being the best that you can be in spite of all of what is levied against you, in spite of life, life trials, problems. The down days when you feel like, say, you know, I have no use. Mm-hmm. Um, in spite of all the doubts, kind of just being somebody. Um, actually, I have to tell the story. It's really important. When mm-hmm. I when I wrote "Be Somebody" the song itself, right? I mean, I made it. I re-listened to it. But I said, "Hold on, I wrote something years ago, over ten years ago, but right now." That was called. That is called be somebody. No, I need to. I'm sorry. Facebook. Uh-huh. There was a poem that I wrote called "Be Somebody." No, and it was about me because I grew up extremely poor, like going days without food, having to walk to school, choose a drop off your foot kind of thing, right? And then <clears throat> at the time, I was I was kind of getting used to people reacting to me, seeing that my uniform was very well washed out and to say, you know, my shoes tear up, my ex wife my bag tear up and kind of treating me like I didn't have value, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So I think I wrote that poem to kind of combat that. Mm-hmm. The idea that I am somebody mm-hmm. despite what you think, mm-hmm. even though I don't have all these things that you're saying is supposed to make me valuable. Mm-hmm. Um, and then kind of when I finished writing Be Somebody, it this song on this EP, it felt like the next paragraph mm-hmm. in that writing. In your chapter. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. So when it when it clicked on my mind and said, Oh, I'm gonna write a piece uh, a poem over ten years ago, I was like, Okay, this is this is the whole this is the culmination of the meaning of being somebody. So it's literally me being somebody and, and, and deciding that I am somebody from before when I never have nothing mm-hmm. up to today where you like have people saying, oh, this is what you need to do. This is how you need to sound. This is what you need to look like. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Can we, can we, can we go still. into a little bit thinkers and mango now? Yeah. And we've had this conversation off, off air, but we're yeah. going to talk about it on air. Yeah. <laughs> there was a lot of criticisms with you doing mango because mm. the way you're dressed and you're overtly yeah. sexy and showing your body and naked and stuff like that so some that's what the words that some people would say but not me but we i have a problem with that and we've spoken about that because i feel that when a chocolate sister a dark-skinned sister is sexy it's dumbed as you're supposed to be empress and you're supposed to be you know regal and rare but a lighter hue sister can go out and do anything that she wants to do full autonomy at all times Mm -hmm. um yeah, it's annoying. And again, like I can't care about people's expectations, mm-hmm. especially knowing that the heritage of people who look like me, dark skinned mm-hmm. women, like you've literally denied us jobs from front desk, um, um, banking. From front desk, yeah, banking, from hotel receptionists, mm-hmm. things like that. Kept us as your maids, kept mm-hmm. us as your housekeepers, kept us as the lowest of the low. So, like me recognizing who I am and growing into full confidence, I. I don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. I, I cannot care about what you expect of me, how you feel like I'm supposed to dress. Honestly, the whole thing is just a huge headache for me. Mm-hmm. Like, I can't even go into thinking about 
what people are thinking and how they are receiving it. I know that I am being myself and I am doing what I want to do and that's that's the best that it is and if you can't accept it, no problem. Because people assume, as I said, Great. it's like you're dark-skinned so you have to be the regal sister, but... What and people? What a lot of people. And what, is, and what is that alignment with? Not with wearing less clothes, right? Literally, me celebrating myself, celebrating my blackness, mm-hmm. celebrating my womanness by mm-hmm. having this huge, this exaggerated afro, and you seeing just my skin. What is the alignment with? Oh, she doesn't have on any clothes, so this means that she's worth less, right? Exactly. What is with the alignment of me not having on as much clothes, and this means that oh, I'm now reduced to my body? Mm-hmm. That's such an mm-hmm. insult, like. Like mm-hmm. a woman is always going to be much more than her breasts, much more than her. Uh, literally, if she's skin out in front of you and bend over right now, mm-hmm. she's still going to have more value than her vagina. Exactly. You but we're still deemed this as is, our vaginas. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and we need to get out of that thinking. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's reductive. And if it is that you look at somebody and you only reduce them to their, to your body, to their body mm-hmm. it means that you're reducing yourself. They have a problem. Exactly. <laughs> you're reducing yourself and you don't have a full understanding of the human experience. Mm-hmm. And that has nothing to do with me. Mm-hmm. That has all to do with you. That's your projection. That's something that you need to work mm-hmm. on. Maybe go to therapy. Maybe talk to your mother about it. I know. Seek but I know something we can do with you. Tell me so. pasta. Write to pasta yes. in, in the newspaper. <laughs> right. Something. Tell me about the newspaper. <laughs> exactly. Oh, another thing too is like these men and um, and these women who are just like, oh, I'm just so worried about like, I'm just worried like you're not really living up to your value and like I love your vibe and you're like not like these other dancehall girls. Like all of this is all of that is is it's it's language that cuts you down. And if it is that you are actually caring and you're being sincere, then you would not sound like that. It mm-hmm. wouldn't be an opportunity for you to be like, oh, well, yes, kettle, no. That is not how you would speak. But it's layers. There's layers you know to, your per- to everybody's personality. Exactly. But I'm just trying to educate them to, see, to say that, you know, if you are genuinely worried about somebody and how they see themselves, the, the approach is not to cut them down. Mm-hmm. And it's not an opportunity to compare them to somebody else and to cut another person down. Everybody's individuals, everybody's different. But there's layers to Savannah because people thought that you were this, but then you did Right, and I understand it because I, I'm part of Indie Collective and Protege is a Rasta, you understand? Mm-hmm. But this does not mean that his identity will ever be mine. No. And you have to understand too that I am learning about myself through testing my own boundaries. This whole thing that you're but seeing you're young. is a journey that, that is playing out in front of you. Youth, you, you have to live you have to learn yeah. you have to understand you have I to experiment to, exactly. as as a as a young person because you will have regrets later on mm-hmm. so all young people out there experiment but not with hard drugs experiment if you want to color your hair pink color it pink today because when you get older you're going to have regrets that you didn't get to do that or you didn't get to live and do yeah. certain things that you really wanted yeah. to do you the, know what the, I mean? the important thing for me be is true to yourself absolutely. yeah the important thing for me is genuinely finding myself and sitting in that. Mm-hmm. You understand? Mm-hmm. And this is how you test your faith. This is mm-hmm. how you test what you believe in. This is how you test, I don't know, who you are, your mm-hmm. character, because you want to be as strong as you can be, mm-hmm. you know? Um, so if, you know, nobody is with it, then that's cool. If people are with it, then that's cool. So we are somebody. We yeah. are being somebody. You know, my favorite track is... I know, phone a friend. <laughs> what? Tell us about phone a friend. Phone a friend is 
It's a vibe, honestly. Medicine with Jay vibe in the studio, and he was like, "What kind of vibe are you going for?" And I pulled up Santi Gold, um, Santi Gold's song. Mm. I keep forgetting the name, but it goes, "Don't look at it, it's stormy weather." Yeah, love that I think she shot that video here. I think she shot that video here. Listen, obsessed with this. Big up yourself, Santi. I love Santi Gold. Genuinely, but um. I told him that's the kind of vibe. However, I want it to be much more minimal and I dope, like dope, seriously, just from the beginning, make it sound mm-hmm. like a dub remix. Mm-hmm. Um, and he was like, all right, yeah, we can do that. So he sat with it. And, and then when he came to kind of the minimal drum and bass, I was like, yeah, that's it. Those are the songs. And then I was like, it's not textured enough. So I went inside the studio and I did the, ha, 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 to put that sound mm-hmm. in there, to add it in there. And I was like, yeah, that's perfect. And then I was kind of just vibing. I don't know the the phone a friend. Like it was just in my mind, like phone like phone a friend. And then at the time, I was kind of processing. I don't know, letting go of toxic relationships, yeah, you don't not like romantically. Yeah, but you in period, because yeah. that's what I got from it. It's exactly. not about a boy and a woman, or it's not no. about, it's just... No, it's really about you seeing where somebody is dismissive of your feelings, mm-hmm. unsupportive constantly. Mm-hmm. I always like, try to kind of cut you down and mm-hmm. just like, you know what, maybe... I don't like I don't this. like this and you're gonna have to try to phone a friend I'm not that friend anymore <laughs> yeah. I'm to move away from yeah. you you're yeah. keeping up a facade you're keeping up a ruse that doesn't align with who I am mm. so phone a friend training go phone Find, a friend yeah phone a friend did you say our, our flow if you want to use that song <laughs> Or AT and T, anybody? <laughs> but I think actually it's 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 an actual soundtrack, movie mm. soundtrack song because it's so haunting. It, is, it just pulls me in. I, I played like I played it twice. I played the whole album first, and then I went back to that twice. Yeah. And I said, there's something about this this that I just really yeah. really I love the whole project. Yeah. Super proud of you. Thank you. Not tweeted it, <laughs> but um. That's my jam. Thank you. That's yeah, my jam. I no, can't I... wait to see you perform it. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Listen. What do you miss the most about being on the road? Ah, uh, wow. Um, the sky. Because of COVID, the sky. <laughs> <laughs> I was looking at the sky in different countries. I wow. Don't know. For some reason, it always makes me very emotional that the sky looks the same across the world. It makes me feel very connected to nature and mm. I, I don't know but okay so another answer because people are going to be like what the fuck no that's um, fine <laughs> another answer would be just being on stage and getting that energy back from the different crowds the different people yeah yeah I really love singing that. and being on stage and I really feel like I don't know. I found my stage identity. Yeah, you've come yeah. a long way. Yeah. You're, you're, the last performance I saw you was with Indignant um, at the Rum Festival. And oh, yeah, yeah. Remember when I saw you the year before that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I can see the growth. Like, you're more, you're champion, you're owning that stage, you're yeah. working the stage. Yeah. I think as I've become just more confident in myself, it mm-hmm. shows, you know? Because mm-hmm. a lot of this artist work, you know the interviews and everything and the writing and everything it's it's right there like it's it's parallel with the self-work that you have to do mm-hmm. you know and there's a lot that i've had to overcome for myself emotionally mm-hmm. and like mental, mentally and i think it's the work is showing up. on the outside yeah you're free up no yeah yeah so let's uh, weigh me down what's the what's the next thing oh uganda that was in uganda where did you go to senegal, senegal. girl i know so talk about 
the beautiful head wrap that you wear now. I know. I, I was going to wear a head wrap today, but then I just said, nah. You know, I was thinking about it. We should have done that, you know. We should have kind of just said, you know, let's, let's do a wrap. Yeah, let's do a wrap. Next time. <laughs> Next time we could do a wrap fight. Yeah. What was it like for you landing in Africa for the first time? It was unexpected, you know. First of all, I didn't get to bathe before I was on the flight. <laughs> Ended up being much earlier than I thought, mm-hmm. right? So I ended up on a flight, my dirty, my bed, my feel miserable. No little, no little spray ups, no little sweet ups. No, no uncle, no little wipe down. No Jesus. <laughs> but anyway, when I landed, it was hotter than I thought, and it had a lot of dust. Like it was the atmosphere was the very dusty, and I was what like, yeah, was it, what time is hmm. it? Around December. December. Yeah, December twenty nineteen. Because Hamatai comes around. Yeah, it could be like yeah. the beginnings of that time as yeah. well. Yeah. yeah. And then, we, uh, you know, I ended up getting lost <laughs> in the taxi. Because the taxi Is you, uh, you one on your soul, soul, self? Me and, me and the person I went there with. Okay. Right? So I, I had a friend with yeah. me. Yeah. But, um, yeah, we ended up getting lost with the taxi. And the only reason that I ended up going with that driver was because they were supposed to know exactly where in Mamel, that's the place that we were mm-hmm. staying, that we were supposed to go to. The man never knew his spot in the How long would that drive? Real, real driver. Yeah. You know, like you get the country driver, them that come to Kingston and them, them go on like, yeah, man, yeah, man, I'm gonna ride, I'm gonna ride. It's the same vibe. No, literally, so I'm a dirty, I'm gonna get to do the whole long, get lost, no, in Senegal until we ended up finally finding the spot and then ended up couldn't stay here because the battery wasn't working. But it was a hectic landing. However, for the rest of the trip, that was beautiful. That was magical. Kind of just seeing the way of the people. And Senegal is very unfiltered in how it presents itself. It's not pretending to be anything else. Mm-hmm. So you see a man on the road, he's selling the thing, and it's like, I don't know. It's, I don't know how to tell you. They're like, everybody jogs. It's dusty. People are living right beside their horses, but it's mm-hmm. fine. Mm-hmm. There's like a harmony between like nature and earth and, and them you know it's very mm-hmm. subsistent in its like appearance and it's like not you know how like we project an image of Jamaica out mm-hmm. there with like all sand and beans mm-hmm. and stuff but then it has its problems mm-hmm. like Senegal you go there for I don't even think that they make an effort to I'm not advertise it's kind of like they're just I there just and you're like just, hi yeah yeah where else in Africa you. that you'd like to travel to I think I would love to see Ethiopia. Mm-hmm. I like the name of it. <laughs> I thought there's a name, but like I do like the name. I think yeah. the name Ethiopia sounds really cool. <laughs> um, uh, where else? I'd want to go to Gambia. Mm-hmm. Well, it's not far from Senegal, so yeah. it's just down the road. There's, I'm blanking out because I'm a little bit. Busy, that's all right, man. That's all right. Um, big up, big up again, little tea. With, big up, little tea. With a little, for little your tea. It's, yeah. You know, she has a tea that has a little um. She has a ganja one that's yeah. gonna be happening very soon. Ganja, I'm gonna really work, you know. I wish. It's good no. for you. Well, I do the tea to relax and to sleep. Yeah. I do the tea to relax and to sleep. So. But I want to sh- visit all of Africa though, because I think it's important. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It is. It's West West Africa first for me. Tanzania, 
than South Africa. Yeah. Definitely. South Africa is definitely last on my list. My last. Down the bottom I don't want to, yeah. I'm like, people are like, who goes up? I'm like, Because nah. it's like all white people. I've seen Europe. I'm, I'm from Europe. I've seen Europeans. I don't need to see them. I just need oh, to see my people first. Big up white people in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Big up people. Big up people in general. But you know what we're talking about. Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, so God. the video, when you shot that video, because somebody goes like, oh, so why is she wearing those, the pants? Like, we're going to go into fashion. But even yeah. when you shot the video, yeah. somebody was like, why is she wearing that puma top with the African thing? And I'm like, well, because she's still sporty and young and fit and bubbly. Yeah. And this is me just explaining. Yeah. And she's still keeping the cultural aesthetic of... Yeah. Honoring the space I'm in, but still being myself. <laughs> so I was right. Yeah, absolutely. Right. And I love that you have that insight. You see what I say? Yeah. I love how thoughtfully yeah. people, other people are just like, oh, so I pull my sponsor, then I wash off and go and wear that. And it's like... No, I had a top, them. it worked. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Because there long. was no budget for styling or makeup or anything. It, did so well. it, it was a very like I was just replaying the song mm-hmm. and then Yarn was there, Savion, his director, we were there to do work and we had some time at the end of the trip and he was like, Why don't we do a why don't we do a, a video, a music video? And I was like, Yeah man, we could do it then no. So I went into the marketplace, I got the head wraps. And then I got the pants and then the staircase outfit that you saw mm-hmm. in the dress, I got that. And um, I was just like, oh, well, let me just choose the prints based on the Puma top that I have because it's hot in Africa. Right. And then I knew I had to be shooting for a long time. So it's hot. It made sense. It, so it was practical and I thought it was stylish. I thought it was I, really I cool. thought it was stylish. It yeah. was very young Odessa. It was me back in the day, yeah. you know, now I got okay, belly. Which I strive to be. <laughs> Oh, my belly ain't gonna happen that time. You're not gonna see that happen then at all. Yeah. Um, so how do you again really feel about your whole project, your whole album I... on a whole? Because I want people. This is like I've been continuously playing this project. I haven't stopped playing this project. Your first one, I played like yeah. two tracks, but this is something that. And I think it's because you're feeling me in it. Yeah, it's literally from you. the very be- from the big initial songs. Mm-hmm. Right to mixing and mastering, mm-hmm. I have bit had my hands all in there. That's perfect. From the mixing and mastering to the visual that you see, I've had my hand all wrapped up in it. You feel me? It's yeah. not something I've had a chance, had, had a chance to, do. to do before. Yeah. So I think that's why it's resonating. Yeah. You know, and I, honestly, but your vocals as well. Like you listen, even though we said B, you know I love you, B. Oh my god! No, but don't Savannah, say it. Don't say it. Don't say it. Stop. Vocals oh my god! Better. Stop it. Stop. We cancel <laughs> No, we look. Listen, the beehive will cancel. The beehive will not cancel because I am a part of the beehive, so I can say that. Okay. All right. Okay. All right, baby. Right, okay. right, I mean, beehive. Lauren is shaking her head, but yeah, sorry. <laughs> I am a part of the beehive. Okay. All right, but my, my other friend is not. She'll be like, no. Friend of mine. My now. vocals as well. The thing about. The way of writing music, grown. No? your voice is stronger. Oh, absolutely, like if there's no progress, what's the point? Mm-hmm. You feel me? And I, this is something that I'm, I've been working on. I will continue to work on. But right, I find right that it, as far as like reggae is a vibe, it's a feeling, it's a groove that mm-hmm. you sit into, and it's honestly kind of like. It feels very freestyle in its nature. It's riding the river. You see what I'm saying? Riding the river. And, and it's like you can say, 
Unless you just sing that for the whole thing and that is like huge and people are like, oh my God, I'm obsessed with it. <laughs> but I had, what's it called? I had difficulty finding out where to like sing sing. Mm-hmm. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Understanding mm-hmm. what the nature mm-hmm. of reggae is. Mm-hmm. So I think, nothing. So I had to just make sure that I did my best as far as like showing my potential and showing my actual like my talent and not compromising on my voice and really how big I want to mm-hmm. go and how I want to sound just to satisfy that like mm-hmm. I which I adore mm-hmm. you understand like mm-hmm. reggae nothing like reggae music nothing 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 it's just you see what I'm saying um, but I love Be Somebody. Love I just the music on Be Somebody. It means a lot to me. Mm-hmm. I, I think it means. I don't know. It's just. It's so good. It's so good. It's so well done. Um, every song on it is meaningful. Like, I could literally talk forever about each song and why mm-hmm. it happened and why it came about song like that. What was it like working with our friend who we adore? He's a sweetheart, JLL. Oh, my goodness. JLL's my cousin. Um, no, I've never said that to him, so I'm not going to I love JLL. I really do. I think he's the most... He's the, one of the most... He's... <sighs> He's one of the most talented. It's very calm, and he's just got a good spirit and very honest, humble, and yeah, humble, genuine, patient. It's such a it's such a breeze to work with him. I honestly, I just I can't say nothing else good. Like I can't say. If anyone says anything bad about him, I will. We question them. (laughs) We question them because he literally is just like so committed to the music and so committed to his art Mm -hmm. and he just deserves the best Mm -hmm, he He deserves every good thing that's going to come to him he does definitely i really respect it so what's it like well the ictic team protege and yeah you've got your leela you've got your protege what tell us about the team tell us about how you guys gel together what's it you know just yeah what's the vibe like with with everybody man just imagine like a, a family reunion kind of vibe and people are kind of shouting across the table <laughs> at each other. <laughs> <laughs> no, because it's over think and like it's, those are mine and Leela's voices and Proje is just like, all right, guys. It's strong because right. you're both strong personalities. Yeah. yeah. And even Diggy's a strong person. Yeah, yeah. He's calm. He's a strong person. No, no, no. We're all quite strong personalities. Um, but as far as like the working, he took my vocals for every song on the project. Nice. Just because... I don't know. It just ended up working out like nice. that. We never really planned it, but it, I don't know. It's organic vibes. Yeah, good. exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, me and Lila are genuinely like sisters. We cuss and we fight and we laugh together. And I'm like, don't talk to me ever again. <laughs> <laughs> and then we're like, all right, cool. I love you. So it's like, it's yeah. very, it's very family-like is what I would say. And then each of us kind of like go off into our own thing when we're doing our own music. Which is good. You told me, have our own kind of sub-team. So I have a group of people where I just like, these are the people I'm working with. And probably just like, all right, cool. When you're done, come back, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and that, that's how I am as, as far as like getting things done. I kind of just, I'm like, all right, guys, these are my plans. And I'm like, okay, cool. And then I just go get it done and I bring it back. Um, but that's really the dynamic. You know, I say everything that's on my mind and on my heart at every single time of the moment, and I feel like sometimes 
that might be overwhelming to them, but they listen, mm-hmm. they hear That's me good. out, which is important for mm-hmm. me. Um, it's a collective, so you guys exactly. Yeah. So I would say that there's no, there's nothing that I'm afraid to say or will not say, mm-hmm. even if it like rubs people the wrong way, because I guess like, that's who I am, you know? And then also I feel like it's important too for or partnership and for or bonding. Mm-hmm. So that's really what it is. I mean, it's like I say, if there's one thing, we got to say what we need to say. What's your favorite celebrity crush? A celebrity Flip crush? Flip the script. You know someone that went for photo celebrity? None. I do have a crush though. I have no. a crush. Okay. But he's not a celebrity. Okay. All right. It's a beautiful, strong man. Uh, mm. We'll be talking after that. He's so tall. <laughs> he's tall. Dark and handsome. Dark, handsome. <laughs> I want to stop. Shanice is looking at me. Tell us about your style. <laughs> Tell us about your style. What is my style? Savannah's style. Um. Like know. fashion, you love fashion, you love I makeup. I do, I really love. do. I'm obsessed with like nothing creating with... looks. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I just when you like wake up to... in the morning, do you just be like, do you plan before you go to bed that you're gonna, okay, before I come to reasonings, this is what I'm going to wear? Or is it like, as I wake up, I'm gonna just come and do, this is my look? You know, say, honestly, for every, okay, this is gonna sound very extra, but I am genuinely an extra person. I'm very romantic. You're from Harlem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Big up all the Harlem Massive because they, they're extra. But genuinely, I will look at a year mm-hmm. and I'm like, this is the aesthetic I'm going to have for the year. And I follow it. I buy pieces that would support it in mm-hmm. some way, shape, or form. Mm-hmm. And that's what I'm doing this year. Okay. You feel what I'm saying? Like, so it's head wrap like, and kiss curls. Head wrap, kiss curls, pearls, mm-hmm. dainty, you know, very like feminine, mm-hmm. like soft but a little tops of masculinity yeah exactly yeah. so like just all of the themes that you see playing out on the EP cover mm-hmm. and that's gonna be myself for the rest of the year I've that's decided. perfect I love it which it is a wide range yeah I know yeah. I love it I love it tell us about your relationship with your brother your brother who's your designer and oh, he's dope he is so dope he's so talented yeah and so fearless in just the challenges that he'll take on um, but also drives me Nuts. fucking crazy. <laughs> he won't be your brother. <laughs> I love him so much. I hate him so much. I love him so much. Um, but yeah, he's honestly he's my go-to. Whenever I have a, like a vision of something I don't want to have made, like that was I was thinking this, and he's like, "No, sorry, not now. Go work." <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, "No, man, but try it." But what if we tried X, Y, Z? It's like that's not how sewing goes. <laughs> so it's like a, a back and forth, but he always gets it done, and it always comes out looking. Pulls it off, yeah. From that little red dress, yeah. He's still got to make my black version for it, so I'm gonna link no, him. No, link him for sure. Yeah. No, I, I, he's irreplaceable. He is exceptional. He is brilliant. I, I love him very much. Savannah, what is, um, describe yourself in three words for me. Uh, misunderstood. Um, ruthless. <laughs> I know what she's talking about. Uh, but also, like, imperfect at the same time. I don't know. Yeah. All those things outside. Yeah. Discri- say, um, finish this question. Jamaica is. 
for the word, the description, Jamaica is? My place. Reggae is? Everything's Africa is? Necessary. All right. All right, guys. So we're going to done. We're going to finish off the rest of this drink. I yes. think that's it. Seb from Sav. <laughs> Big up everybody at Westmoreland, yeah. Big up all the Westmoreland massive. Big up my peaches, yeah. Yeah, good egg. Do it again. Big up my brother at Romeo, yeah. 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 Big up the guinea tree, them. Yeah. Big up the fall, them. Yeah. Yeah. Who else you want big up? Cash up, them. Yeah. Yeah. Dominoes. I love Dominoes. We're going to do games night. We're like, Lauren is right here with us. So we're, we're doing the games night. So anyway, it's Reasons with me, Adessa. Seb from Sav, a.k.a. Savannah. And we out. Peace. Thanks for listening, guys. I bet you have never heard um, Savannah so real and raw. Um, I would like to big up Little Tease for the tease. And um, I'd like to big up you for listening. So don't forget, it's all about subscription. It's all about rating. And it's all about sharing this podcast on any podcast platform of your choice. And oh, go over to YouTube because we're on YouTube on OXS Jamaica. Click and you can watch this. You can watch us live and in living color as well if you're into that. I'm your host, Odessa. Linkage Laters. Peace. Reasonings with Odessa is brought to you by O Access Media and Ideas Evolution.